You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. Low-income earners, welfare recipients and small businesses are among the winners in the federal budget announced by Treasurer Jim Chalmers on Tuesday night. Assisting about 1.1 million low-income Australians, the maximum rate of Commonwealth rent assistance will increase by 15% from September 20th, subject to being passed through Parliament. However, there is no immediate relief for middle-income renters who aren't eligible for low-income support. Base rates for support payments, including Job Seeker, Youth Allowance, Partnered Parenting Payment and Ausstudy, will raise by $40 a fortnight from September 20th. The government will spend $3 billion on direct bill relief, co-funded with state and territory governments, to eligible people, including pensioners, seniors health card holders and family tax recipients, while more than 5 million households will have up to $500 deducted from their power bills next financial year. Single parents will be able to claim the single parenting payment until their youngest child turns 14, up from 8 years. $4.5 billion in childcare subsidy changes will take effect from July 1st. Families earning less than $80,000 will see the subsidy for the first child raised to 90%. For families earning between $80,000 and $530,000, the subsidy will progressively fall based on their income. Some families could see a lift in their subsidy of up to 20%. The government will spend $3.5 billion to triple the bulk billing incentive general practitioners receive, while aged care workers will receive a 15% pay rise. The instant asset write-off threshold for businesses with an annual turnover of less than $10 million will be increased for a year to $20,000 from July 1st. Businesses with turnover of less than $50 million will be able to deduct an additional 20% of the cost of depreciating assets which are energy efficient, while up to $650 will be paid to help small businesses cover increased power bills. The government will allocate $64.1 million this year to help tackle the backlog of claims for support for defence veterans. The tobacco excise will increase by 5% a year for three years, raising $3.3 billion for the government. Treasurer Chalmers said the budget continued the government's work to strengthen the nation's finances while laying the foundations for a stronger, fairer and more resilient economy. The budget forecast a $4.2 billion surplus for the 2022-23 financial year, but a $13.9 billion deficit for the next financial year. Mr Chalmers claimed the government was taking action to drive down household and business energy costs and make them cheaper to run. Gippsland MP Darren Chester said the budget was a disaster for rural and regional infrastructure, with no new funding for projects outside the capital cities included. Monash MP Russell Broadbent said the big spending, big taxing budget did little to support regional areas. Mr Broadbent said the new food and fibre tax on farmers to pay for biosecurity measures and an increase in the heavy road user charge for truck drivers was unfair and short-sighted. Advocacy body One Gippsland welcomed the release of the budget with measures which targeted the cost of living and the transition to a new energy economy. One Gippsland chairman and East Gippsland Shire Mayor Mark Reeves was pleased to see the government target regional communities with health and welfare support as well as measured funding for regional infrastructure projects. $12 billion will be allocated for transformational transmission projects, including $1.5 billion towards renewable energy zones and offshore wind in Victoria, while $1.4 billion will be provided from the Powering the Regions Fund. A quarter of a billion dollars will be provided from the local roads and community infrastructure fund, $85 million per year for the Bridges Renewal Program, and $110 million per year to improve road safety. Gippsland MP Darren Chester welcomed the decision by Westpac to retain its sale branch, labelling it a win for community pressure. Westpac this week announced it had reversed its decision to close sale and seven other bank branches across Australia following customer and employee consultation. 
Mr Chester said more pressure was required if the major banks were going to start listening to customers in rural and regional areas and develop solutions which work for them. The Nationals MP said it was lazy to just shut branches in Gippsland when more innovative solutions were available which would mean the customers who needed face-to-face banking services were treated with respect. He said Bendigo Bank was still planning to close several agencies which contradicted its claims to care for regional Australia. Major Collision Investigation Unit detectives have charged a man after a fatal crash in Flynn on Monday night. The 38-year-old man of no fixed address has been charged with dangerous driving causing death, dangerous driving causing serious injury, unlicensed driving and driving an unregistered car. Emergency services were called to Rosedale Flins Creek Road about 7.50pm Monday night after a Ford Falcon sedan crashed into a tree. One of the occupants of the sedan, a 31-year-old woman of no fixed address, died at the scene. Another passenger, an 11-year-old boy, was taken to hospital with no serious injuries. The 38-year-old man was taken to hospital under police guard. He appeared in the Latrobe Valley Magistrates Court yesterday. This is 1039 Life FM Gippsland.